welcome to Breaking Business, the podcast that disrupts traditional thinking on the topics of marketing, websites, and more. Presented by artonicweb.com. Now, here's your host, Matthew Harper. Welcome to another episode of Breaking Business. I am your host, Matthew Harper, and I have with me a uh, an Artonic employee who has been on the podcast with me before, Joseph Ramiro. And today we are going to be talking about the world of paid advertising, PPC, Google AdWords, and beyond. So welcome, Joe. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah, it's my pleasure. And uh, we, we want to talk about uh, a number of dynamics, if you will, that go into paid advertising. We've had a lot of questions from our clients lately um, about how does paid advertising work? How much does it cost? Um, why do I get quotes that are all over the board from different agencies when I ask for, for a quote in this area? So we are going to help you demystify the area of pay-per-click advertising and uh, hopefully give you some answers to some questions that you may have that uh, that we get often. So with that, uh, Joe, why don't you go ahead and start us out and um, maybe just kind of start out with a high-level overview of Google AdWords. And, uh, bef- and before we jump into that, I'll just add that uh, Joseph Ramiro here is uh, one of the foremost experts on paid advertising in Google AdWords. Um, He used to work at Google in their AdWords division. And so he just so happens to be formally uh, educated in this area and uh, really knows his stuff. And and I think you'll uh, you'll see that as we proceed here. So, um, Joe, what, what is Google AdWords? Well, first of all, I appreciate the kind words. AdWords is kind of a beast and uh, always learning more about it. So um, definitely not, not a person who uh, knows about every single nut and bolt there. But I've, I've learned a few things along the way. And um, actually, I come from a more of a traditional marketing background. Um, Prior to working at Google, I actually didn't have any digital marketing experience at all. And um, fortunately, they have a very robust internal training program where they were uh, able to bring me up to speed in a very short amount of time. And one of the things that I appreciated about uh, paid advertising in the digital sphere is that it has implications across both um, non digital forums as well as uh, you know things like Facebook and so forth. So it's applicable in so many different areas. So just to kind of give a very quick um, definition of what PPC is, it's kind of a blanket term for all kinds of online advertising. PPC stands for pay-per-click advertising, and it comes from uh, largely uh, Google AdWords, which is probably one of the bigger advertising platforms online. And the way that um, it started off was that if you clicked on an ad, um, in essence, that that person who placed that ad is being charged whenever you, you, you click on that ad. So that's where you get that term, pay per click, because you only pay as an, as an advertiser when somebody clicks on your ad. And so that term is kind of stuck, and it's, and it's um, been applied to various forms of online advertising. Um, even if that's not how you actually are charged, <laughs> some are paid by the mill or per thousand impressions. Uh, there's different ways to charge, even based on conversion. So it, it's a little more complicated than that, but don't want to get too deep into that. But pay-per-click advertising is really the main revenue driver for, for Google. It's the reason we have Google. And basically the whole premise behind it is that you can show very targeted, relevant ads right when somebody's searching for them. And it's a very efficient form of advertising that's based on a, um, an auction model. And so uh, the way that it works is when you go to Google.com and you type in a search, you're going to see different results. Obviously, there's the organic results that um, you typically think of when you, you type in a Google search, but there's also results there that are ads, and many times they look very similar to those organic listings, but um, currently, as of 
2015, the way that those ads are differentiated is with the little yellow uh, box that says add in it, and that's how you can quickly identify. Um, there's spots above the organic search results and then off to the right-hand side, and then sometimes at the bottom where advertisers have paid uh, Google money to to essentially get that spot. And, and, and so there are basically a couple ways to get visibility on Google. Number one is obviously you create quality content. Your website is easy to navigate. And so the Google al- algorithm naturally will serve those ads if you're, or not ads, but your uh, website if it's relevant to what somebody's searching for. And then the second way is if somebody actually wants to pay to um, show their ads. But the thing is, Google doesn't want just anybody advertising for a given search term or a given um, inquiry because what that does is it degrades the value of Google as a useful tool. And so they they have put mechanisms in place so that the person who has the biggest pockets, the person who's willing to pay the most, uh, doesn't necessarily get to the very top. And the way that they do that is they offset um, how much you're willing to bid to show up in a particular position uh, on the search results page with how relevant your ads are, um, how useful they are to what somebody's searching for. So in a nutshell, that's the way that Google AdWords works. And it also is the same premise behind how ads show up on Bing and other search engines. And then there's other forms for online advertising as well, like social media platforms like Facebook and so forth. Um, but the, the great value that you get out of pay-per-click advertising or online advertising is the fact that you can measure it. And so that's a little bit of, of one of the things that I appreciate, especially coming from a traditional marketing background, um, is the ability to look at uh, essentially our ROI, return on investment, uh, based on how well those ads have performed. I can track all kinds of things all of a sudden, and all of a sudden paid advertising's value increases exponentially, not just um, based on what, what you've paid for that click, but also the information that you get from it too. So um, hopefully I didn't confuse anybody, but that's kind of a high-level quick um, overview of, of paid advertising. Did I miss anything, Matt? No, no, I think that's uh, a great overview and... You know, we use pay-per-click advertising in multiple different ways, and um, I think this is something that really everybody should consider. We, we of course, run paid advertising campaigns for our clients to um, to generate traffic to their website or generate traffic to a landing page that we might build uh, specifically for an ad that we're running. But we also use it to find out information, um, find out what people are actually interested in. And an example of that is we had a client not too long ago that uh, was interested in a website redesign. When we looked at their website, they offered a lot of different products. So we were trying to determine, well, what should we highlight on the homepage? What's going to grab people when they first land on the website? We didn't have the answer to that because we don't run that business. And uh, the client wasn't sure either. They know what their number one sellers are in their retail store, but they weren't sure what people online were looking for, what was going to resonate with them. So actually what we proposed was um, we didn't just throw out a proposal for, for a website redesign. We said, you know, before we build you a, a nice brand new custom website, and before you make that investment, Let's take a little bit of time and a little bit of an investment to figure out how to best target the content on this website. And so we proposed uh, creating a PPC campaign, and I think we proposed that for about a three-month period of time, where we could run some ads for different products that they offer and hone in on what people were searching for. Now we can figure out through keyword research and things like that what um, uh, you know what types of searches people are doing, but that doesn't always equate to what people uh, are doing when they land on the website. We wanted to know. We wanted to dig into it further than that and find out uh, you know which what actions did people take um, beyond clicking on the ad. 
and then associate those two data points together and and, and draw out a nice picture of things. So um, that's just another way to use Google AdWords. But when it comes to um, you know just to kind of recap a couple of things that that you mentioned, Joe. Um, one is that Google makes the vast majority of their revenue off of those ads, and that's the reason why Joe mentioned here that. Um, that Google wants the right ads shown to the right person at, at the right time. Because when when somebody does a search on Google and the results show up after clicking the, uh, the search button, you get the list of results. Every space on that page has value to Google. And so they want to maximize every one of those ad spots. If they can present to you um, relevant ads, then you're more likely to click on those ads and then Google is going to make some money off of it. So they want people to click on ads, of course, and um, they don't get paid just for showing ads. They get paid when people actually click on ads. So that's uh, that's the reason why um, Google goes to so much trouble to build this amazing platform to run advertising on and and hone in on on geographic areas and and other um, search criteria, even as far as things like personal demographics, like gender and age. I mean, Google. Most people who are doing a Google search are signed in to their Google account, and as a result, Google knows a lot about that person, and that is part of what allows them to make those ads. Um, so targeted to the right audiences. And it's, you know, really an exciting time for um, online advertisers because, you know, when you think about all the messages that we're bombarded with every single day, there's a lot of clutter, um, a lot of noise. And really, if you want to get people's attention, you want to send the right message at the right time to the right person. There's so many things that have to converge in order to make that happen. And so what digital advertising allows you to do is look at people's behavior and uh, look at it over a period of time and increase the likelihood that you're going to send the right message to the right time at at the right person and then it's no longer spam. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of frustration with you know, television advertising and, and stuff like that, which I'm, I'm not against or anything, but, um, you know, it, traditionally it's kind of like the, you, you blanket it with a message over, a, you know, a certain amount of time, um, to a certain area and hope that somebody at that particular moment in time wants what you have to offer. And it's, it's, uh, in many ways, very inefficient. And again, I'm not, against that form of advertising, I I have a great deal of, I see a great deal of value in traditional forms of advertising, but everything has a place. And um, it's exciting to be in in the realm of digital marketing because all of a sudden I can infer based on what somebody types into that search box, um, if they're in buying mode or not. And I can send them a message that probably is less likely to be viewed as, as kind of spammy and speaks to a core need. Somebody's going to Google searching for something because they have something driving them. They have a desire. They have a pain point. They're looking for information now. And if you can fulfill that need, uh, then it, it's and it's extremely valuable. And so personally, I, I don't think that people extract enough value out of paid online advertising. I think even experts don't extract enough value out of it because you're really not just paying for clicks and I'll, I'll just kind of harp on AdWords cause that's really my backward background, but you're, you're purchasing data from Google, which can be used for insights that have really far reaching implications. For example, we can track whether or not a click on an ad resulted in a conversion whether that conversion is filling out a form or making a phone call or making a purchase. And there's a term for this called attribution. And that idea of attribution is really a game-changing concept because it basically is about figuring out the events that cause your target audience to take 
a desired action, whether it's you know filling out that form or purchasing um, a widget on your website. And when you do that, you begin to you can begin to measure how much influence each touch has, um, each message has, and you can begin to assign a value to it. And then all of a sudden, you can start measuring return on investment in a way that wasn't possible in the past. And um, just to kind of give an example, there's a quote by um, a businessman named John Wanamaker who uh, was long before the digital age. He passed away in 1922 um, and was born in, in like 1830s. And paraphrasing, this was something that he said, and it really expresses a lot of uh, people's sentiments who are in business and who have spent significant money of advertising. And he said this, he said, half of all my advertising spend is wasted. The problem is I don't know which half <laughs> and I haven't spoken to a business owner yet that, 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 that was able to write that off. They're, they're, they're nodding their heads in agreement and they're saying, yeah, I feel this guy's pain. <laughs> And so the beauty of digital advertising is that you can you can kind of pull that curtain away and begin to understand what's really happening behind the scenes. It demystifies some things for you. I mean, it certainly doesn't read minds. <laughs> it's not that advanced, I know, although there are people that are trying to get that advanced. But it, it does give you signals that you can use to draw further implication. And the feedback that you get from running a paid advocate campaign is relatively immediate. You can start gaining insights within days rather than weeks or months as opposed to traditional advertising or even um, maybe long, longer-term efforts like um, search engine optimization, SEO, and so forth. Um, it's very specific. It's very targeted, just as Matt said. You, know, you, you hit on a good point there that you can have pretty granular control over the context in which you advertise. So what does that mean? You can control when where and how specifically you can target who you're advertising to the language that they speak the geographic area down to a, a few mile radius the time of day the devices that they're using and so forth and then you can collect data on that that can be used to make broader inferences about your product and service as well as the thought patterns of your target audience you can start spotting trends and Really, there are so many use cases for PPC just beyond getting those clicks and getting people to your website. Um, for example, you can use PPC to investigate market demand. You can look into competition, um, appropriate price points. Um, you can begin to infer uh, a length of buying cycles. So from the time a, a person sees your ad for the first time until they actually go through the purchase, how long is that? You know, You can start piecing that together with with paid advertising because of the data that it spits back to you. And you can also use PPC to test ideas that can be used in other forms of marketing and advertising. And as somebody who's worked in, in newspaper advertising and, you know, direct mailers and things like that, I really appreciate that. <laughs> you know, it's, well, and, and people are even using uh, pay-per-click advertising to, uh, for hiring purposes to, um, to uh, you know, to to gain more exposure for the for their uh, open positions that they have, and so yeah, I think um, the the uses for paid advertising are are very broad, but you know each of those campaigns can be honed in for a very specific purpose to achieve uh, very specific results, and we do definitely live in very exciting times when it comes to the world of marketing and advertising, because the internet. Even though it's been around for several decades now, it is still very early on in the life of the Internet. I imagine that many listeners of this podcast can remember a time when the Internet didn't exist. But I certainly don't think that there's going to be a time in the future where it does not exist. Or at least I can't, I can't foresee that happening. And so it's still very early in the, in the world of the Internet. And... It's really changed the game in how people reach their audiences. Uh, there's been a number of studies done where uh, people are exposed to over 5,000 advertisements and brands uh, uh, per day. And out of all those uh, exposures, over 350 of them are pure advertisements. So every day, 
on average, each person is going to see over 350 ads. Now, most of those ads are not targeted ads. They're things like radio spots or TV commercials or newspaper ads or magazine ads or um, or even um, online advertising that's not targeted. But we live in a time where things are changing very quickly in the world of digital advertising, and we can hone in on those audiences now and show the right ads to the right people. And the the funny thing about it, you know, everybody hates ads, and there's a lot of a lot of uh, media coverage right now about uh, ad stoppers um, or ad blockers, and people downloading ad blocking software so that they can browse the web without seeing any advertisements, and Really, the, the internet can't survive in its current form and providing all this great content without uh, generating some money through ads. But studies have shown that most people are okay with ads being shown to them when those ads are relevant. And they're interested in them. I know I am. I know I want to I know what's going on out there. I want to know what products are available to me. And a lot of times I, I find that information through ads. I'll see some, some ad somewhere, some new product that's coming out or some great new piece of software that's coming out. And, you know, I want to know more about that. And so um, if those ads are relevant, people are, are actually okay with being advertised too. I think part of the problem is that people are, gonna, are seeing so many ads every day, through over 350 ads a day, that... Um, you know, everybody has a, t- a bad taste in their mouth about advertising, but um, but in fact, if it's done in a targeted manner, it can be highly effective. Kind of the same thing with like trade journals. A lot of you know businesses will advertise in a trade journal because they're advertising to a targeted audience. And I know lots of people who read those types of magazines and they read the advertisements just like they read the articles in in the right. uh in the trade publication itself and so um you know if it's done the right way it can be highly effective yeah i really appreciate the magazines that i get from um this company called sweetwater um it's um it's an audio company they specialize in instruments and recording and PA systems and, and all that stuff that I'm really totally into. And uh, they're only a couple hour drive away. So it's kind of, you know, they're just kind of in our backyard here. But anyway, I look forward to their thick magazine and I love looking at those ads. And in fact, I would say I appreciate <laughs> those ads. I want to know what is out there. What what is technology producing that's going to make me sound better? You know, yeah, yeah. What what's going to make my life easier from a uh, a sound perspective? And so I appreciate that. And I think you you hit the nail on the head. Is I, I think people don't like irrelevant advertising. They don't like the noise. What they're looking for is signal and. That's where relevance comes in, and that's where timing comes in, and that's where figuring out who this person is. And if you can get those areas to converge, then people, I would venture to say, actually welcome advertising if it's done right. I mean, I'm I, kind of speaking for myself here, but I appreciate ads from that magazine mm-hmm. that are really addressing things that I'm interested in. I appreciate that, you know, and I think it enriches um, the content as well. And um, I believe it was the CEO of, of Yahoo, and I, I didn't really go into this too deeply, but I saw an article or headline or something that um, she made the argument that advertising enriches content. And I, I don't really know much more about that. So if you look it up and it goes in a different direction, then then okay. But <laughs> anyway, that caught me thinking. I'm like, you know what? There's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. Well, I think, um, you know, a couple topics we want to cover here is, um, you know, what what does it mean to set up a good Google advertising campaign? You know, what goes into that and, and what are the costs associated with that? With that said, you know, Joe, what, what makes a good Google AdWords campaign? How should something like that be set up? And and before you answer, the, I just want to mentioned that um, the importance of this answer is because when when our clients uh, or prospective clients go out and um, ask for quotes for paid advertising, we have found that they're, you know, just like a lot of things in, in our industry, the quotes are all over the board. And 
there's a lot of ways to do things, but there is somewhere somewhere in the mix of everything, there is a best way to do things. Um, and, and that's certainly our focus. So what does that mean, Joe? So it really depends on your goal. You know, where do you want to get to? And the best way to attack that really depends on answering that question. PPC is really about being very specific. Um, and I think that, unfortunately, and I, I've seen hundreds of AdWords <laughs> accounts, and I've seen that generally when people set those things up, they're way too general, way too general. And it's it's kind of spreading yourself out way too thin. You're not being effective with the resources that you have. So it really takes about, you know, a, a process of investigation to figure out where you're going to get the most impact and focusing in on that with a really aggressive stance. And the, the analogy that I like to use is it's like building a vehicle, you know, and the type of vehicle that would be appropriate in a given situation, the type of vehicle that we build is, is based on your destination and what the road looks like to get there. And that's why we have to be very specific. Are you going off road? <laughs> you know, is, is, is the highway pretty paved and smooth? Um, are you trying to get there fast? Or are you trying to enjoy the, the ride? You know, you're trying to uh, take in the scenes and smell the roses. It depends on your goals. So the right way to set up a campaign is about asking lots and lots of questions. And we get into things like, okay, what is uh, for a specific product or service? What is your margin on that? You know, because it, it really determines whether or not a specific PPC effort is viable to begin with. Are you getting a return? Are you going to get a return on it? Is it worth the, worth it to pursue um, certain keywords? And we had uh, a client not too long ago that um, that we did some advertising for. They offer uh, they they're they're a retail type of business and they sell. Um, I believe tens of thousands of different products, if I'm not mistaken, at least thousands of different products. And the price point on those products are all over the board. They sell stuff that's as low as $10 and, and as high as several thousands of dollars. And when we started to uh, set up that pay-per-click campaign and and run that campaign and, and measure it on, on even a daily basis, what we found is that there were certain products that um, that nobody was interested in online, um, or at least if they were interested in it, we couldn't deliver those ads and still generate a profit on those products that that customer was selling. So, um, you know, on the flip side, we also identified many different products that are viable to sell online through Google AdWords. And so, through a little bit of testing and, and a little bit of research up front, we were able to hone in on the products that were going to actually turn a profit for that client and not just be broad and say, um, you know, and, and, and show those ads for um, people who were searching for, you know, in this case, it was a pool supply company. So if somebody did a search for pool supplies, that's a very broad search, and it's it's hard to know what somebody's really looking for when they do that kind of search. But if somebody's looking for, um, you know, pool uh, toys or pool chemicals or um, things that are more specific, that's where we can create specific ads to show to them for those specific searches, and the cost per sale ends up being a lot less because those ads are so targeted. And if we can optimize those ads and show them in the right way um, and show them in the right, at the right time to the right audience, then we found that we could generate solid, measurable ROI for that client. So um, it is all about setting up the campaign right from the get-go. And there is a significant time investment involved in doing that. Absolutely. And in this particular instance... Um Myself and another um, certified AdWords strategist here at, at Artonic um, focused in on just releasing a few products to advertise at a time. Um, their past efforts had basically taken their entire database of products and 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 put that on Google AdWords as as part of a shop, shopping campaign, and it, it it didn't really get the results that they wanted. And so we took the opposite approach is we, we asked some very difficult questions and we tried to hone in on 
which categories of products would most likely work. And so talking back and forth with the owner, we, we started trying out a few products and we were pretty selective in what we, we put on. Um, and we were also very selective about the price points that we advertise those at and how much we were willing to bid for a click on those as well. And so in this instance, properly setting up that campaign was to be very specific and to take a pretty hard look at the, the, a, a small, relatively small number of products that actually drove the, the majority of, of those sales in, in revenue and return on investment. And so when you're setting up a campaign, it's not so much the quantity as the quality. And that, that goes, you don't want to take that too far, but it goes for keywords, for example. Um, I see a lot of people that will just blast their accounts with keywords and anything that they can think of. Hey, I want people looking at my ad. Well, that that, that doesn't work. <laughs> you know, um, it's not so much the the quantity of those keywords as the quality of those keywords. So when we're looking at properly setting up a campaign, we look at keywords, but not just keywords in and of themselves. We try and figure out the intent behind those keywords. Are they more brand awareness? type keywords or are they more direct response keywords are they keywords that signal immediate buying intent or are they keywords that signal just a general interest and depending on your goals as an advertiser it may be that you're only interested in in targeting people that are lower in the funnel those that are ready to buy and so in that instance we take out relevant keywords to your business they they may be highly relevant you may have a keyword that says cars and you sell cars that's highly relevant to your business, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's effective. And so we actually use a tool called negative keywords. Don't want to get too deep into it, but um, pretty heavily. And basically what a negative keyword does is it says that if I put in a negative keyword in my account, I do not want to show up for searches that include that negative keyword. Keywords are the connection point between what somebody types in that search box and what you have to offer. And so we scrutinize those, not just you know blanketing them, but really looking at the intent behind those keywords and testing those over time. So there is a degree of trying something out, looking at which types of searches actually were produced from that keyword, and whether or not it is not only relevant, but also if it's appropriate to what I'm selling at that particular time. And I think that just goes to show how much goes into an AdWords campaign, how much thought and strategy goes into it. And that's why, you know, as we start to um, get into some of the costs of paid advertising, you know, one of those costs is to pay the person who's going to set things up for you. Um, And, you know, again, we we see proposals for that service all over the board. But if somebody is telling you that it's going to cost only a couple few hundred dollars to set up a whole brand new AdWords campaign, that's probably not going to give them enough time to do it properly. Unless they're charging $10 an hour, which anybody who is experienced and um, and professional and, and operating a business that's going to be around tomorrow, uh, they're, they're probably not charging $10 an hour for their work. And so, you know, the, the cost of setting up a, an AdWords campaign really depends on the size of the campaign, um, the number of, uh, of products or services that are going to be targeted, the number of ads that need to be created, um, the number of landing pages that need to be built to uh, direct people who are clicking on those ads to. And so there's a lot of aspects to it. But what I do know is that a starting point of a couple few hundred dollars is not appropriate in almost every single case that I can think of. As far as our tonic goes um, and our pricing in this area, you know, we typically start at a budget of of an absolute minimum of 10 hours, 10 to 15 hours really up front um, to kind of start, yeah, per month to kind of start getting things um, going. And, you know, if we're talking about, well, how much time overall, over a three-month period does it take um, to get things set up, 
you know, I would say a, a good baseline would be somewhere in the 40 to 50 hour mark. And that's, you know, that's for a relatively focused uh, campaign. Um, if it were a very broad campaign and um, with a lot of um, a large budget to spend on ads and and uh, wanted to you know focus on a lot of things, it's going to cost more in terms of our time to get things set up. But even in that case, we may actually recommend that you start with something smaller um, and, and ramp up to a larger budget, ramp up to broadening. Um, the products and services that you're targeting and, you know, figure out where the market is actually at on things, you know, that are relevant to your business. You know, our starting point is $1,500 a month, roughly. I mean, again, it varies and, and it's on a per uh, a per campaign basis and uh, depending on what's going to be going into that. But that at least gives people, you know, some kind of a number to think about in terms of budgeting for doing a proper uh, Google AdWords campaign and, through a professional agency that has um, in-house experts that really know their stuff in this area and can set things up in the best possible way. And that would actually be the amount of budget that you would allocate towards the agency. Um, that would be what you would pay to the experts. There's also the amount that you would pay to Google for every click that you have. So that I think that's where some of the confusion comes in, too, is how much is this going to cost? Well, it depends, because at the end of the day, AdWords is an auction. And like any other auction, it depends on who shows up, how motivated they are to buy, how much money they have in their pocket, and so many other factors. How, mu how much competition are you up against? Yeah, and, and what we're really talking about here is the agency fee and the media fee. That's how we describe it here. So the agency fee is what we charge at Artonic to build the campaign and manage it and measure ROI on that campaign, uh, test different ads, build out landing pages. That's all part of the agency fee. The media fee is what the advertiser pays directly to Google, and that is the cost per click, which, as Joe just mentioned, varies based on a whole number of different things, uh, including um, the uh, you know how how competitive those keywords are um, that you're bidding on. And in my experience, the cost per click on Google AdWords can range from anywhere from $2 a click, maybe even lower in some cases, all the way up to, um, say, maybe even $50 a click. And we and on the top end, you're probably thinking, $50 a click? Where Who's paying $50 a click? Well, um, the insurance agency uh, agencies are, for one. Uh, we find that insurance is one of the highest, um, uh, mo uh, most expensive competitive industries to advertise for on Google AdWords. You know, you have the Geico's and the Progressive's and the Allstate's and the State Farms. You have all these guys that are that are vying for that business. And it, even at fifty dollars a click, they're able to measure that and and generate an ROI in large part because for insurance companies, the money that you pay them is recurring. So it's residual revenue, and they're measuring the lifetime value of those customers and saying, okay, if it takes us you know, two years to make the money on that customer, that's okay because our average lifespan of a customer is five years. And so $50 a click makes sense to them. Um, additionally, there are businesses out there that sell things that are very expensive um, and have high margins on them, um, like cars or um, trucks, you know, semi trucks or, you know, some, I, you know, there's a company that sells um, semi truck trailers and, you know, they can, brand new ones can be, you know, 50, 60, 70, $80,000. And so, you know, if you're paying, you know, five or ten dollars a click for an ad like that. You know, you're you're probably going to do okay, even if it takes a hundred clicks to get to that person who's going to buy. It can still be a very profitable venture. Yeah, and it's it's really about measuring that that entire um, spectrum, um, that life cycle. And when you're evaluating whether or not PBC is a viable option from a uh, return on investment standpoint. You want to think about the entire journey and how valuable that client is to you. And that's where, again, attribution comes in. We can track that. We can measure that. And, you know, when you're talking about the differences between how much different agencies charge and so forth, really you have to think about PPC as a continuum. 
And um, it, you have to hit every part of that continuum from the time that somebody views the ad all the way down to the landing page and beyond. You know, those are each steps in the journey to purchasing or doing a desired action. And really, a huge part of what we do is beyond just the keywords. Keywords is just scratching the surface, and we spend a lot of time on that. But we also look at at, at ad text. We A-B ad text because that's one part of the continuum. We A-B test landing pages because that's another part of the continuum, another part of that journey. And so when you add all that stuff together, um, it, it is a significant amount of time. But it pays off tremendously because you can use PPC to test ideas that can be used in other forms of marketing and advertising, both offline and online. As I've mentioned before, you can, you can try out calls to action, headlines, offers, messaging to find out what actually resonates with your target audience. And you can find which keywords signal intent to buy. So really it addresses both ends of the funnel. You know, you, you can use PPC to um, address brand awareness, people that are just learning who you are. And then people that are more direct response, ready to buy. And so you can then use those insights for billboards, direct mailers, radio spots, and your investment goes beyond just that PPC campaign into your your marketing efforts as a whole. You can make your, your direct mailers more efficient and you get a higher return on investment from your direct mailers because you did that guerrilla market research using PPC and you figure out what works and what doesn't with a greater um, sense of uh, certainty. Yeah, and, and we talked a little bit ago about how it's it's all front end loaded, and um, there are you know it depends on the campaign. Some campaigns are very short because they have a very specific purpose, such as um, as Joe just mentioned, testing out different messaging or uh, different promotions and things of that nature. Those might be short term campaigns that are are run and then stopped, and then that's the end of it. You know, we, we got the data that we needed. We know the answers to those questions that we had, and uh, and that's the end of it. Um, there are also campaigns, and, and probably the more popular campaigns are ones that are ongoing. Um, you know, some businesses, are, many businesses are seasonal, and so they may only run those campaigns during their appropriate seasons. But when, when a, a campaign like that is set up, um, that is more of an ongoing campaign. That's where you can benefit the most from really putting in that time up front to get that campaign set up the right way and to build out the landing pages and to test different keywords and test different ads. And once that campaign is dialed in, you, you may be able to um, scale back on some of the efforts for um, you know continuing work on that campaign you may you may be able to more or less set it on autopilot and just have your agency pop in there from time to time maybe once a week or something like that and just test you know check on things make sure that there's nothing obvious going on one one maintenance piece that I see um, us doing all the time, even after a campaign is is dialed in really well, is continuing to monitor for those negative keywords. Because um, I'll give you a, a great example. We have a client that um, sells uh, equipment for cargo trailers, and we we many we've been running an AdWords campaign for this client for a long time but we still do quite a bit of maintenance on this account because there are a lot of movie trailers that are uh, being searched for and these ads are coming up and so it's it's kind of a constant battle to um, continue to monitor what people are searching for and and which uh, keywords those ads are coming up for and keeping an eye on that so that when a new blockbuster movie comes out i i, I know uh not too long ago the um a new transformers movie came out and we were getting a lot of uh, searches uh, where the ad was showing up for those uh, for those types of searches, and so um, that's an example of of one of those maintenance items that it will vary um, by uh, industry and and by goals and things like that. But um, there is a maintenance aspect to keep things uh, watched over. Make sure you're not spending a lot of money on on showing those ads or people clicking on those ads that that where it doesn't make sense, where they're not your target audience. 
Also, you know, PPC will depreciate over time as well. And and Joe, maybe you can speak to that a little bit. Yeah. So there's at least two components um, when it comes to running AdWords campaigns or PPC campaigns in general. And uh, Matt has touched on that. Number one is building activities. And then number two would be maintenance activities. So going back to the car or vehicle analogy, you know, we kind of look at maybe those upfront activities, those front end loaded time intensive uh, things that we do as building that vehicle and building that machine and figuring out um, the mechanics within it that that will uh, get you the best results for your specific goal. Um, And then once that's built, then it's about maintenance. So making sure that the tires are rotated, that you don't have any dry rot on those, on those tires over time. And that, um, making sure that it's oiled and lubricated and, and that you got, you know, gas in the tank and all those good things, you know? And so it's, it's really about differentiating between those two types of activities. And like a vehicle, your PPC campaign can depreciate over value over time in value. Um, because really, it's like a living, breathing animal, and it responds to changes in its environment like a living, breathing animal would. And what are those changes in environment? Well, number one, competitors. <laughs> Your competitive landscape can change. Um, also, world events can can really drastically change things. And I remember um, when I was working at AdWords, one thing that happened was Robin Williams passed away. And searches went up like crazy for a little while there. And so all of a sudden, you know, you, you may have people that are selling movies that are capitalizing on this. And in the competitive landscape for clicks, for those types of keywords has skyrocketed <laughs> for that period of time. And so you got to keep on your toes with that. That's what I would think of as maybe maintenance or maybe even um, damage control type of activities that you have to think about. So when we propose pricing especially on a new effort, we start off with building activities and and ascertaining your goal, trying to figure out where you want to get to and then building the appropriate vehicle. And that takes time, effort, energy, analysis, uh, testing, just like you have engineers at Ford that are testing <laughs> different engineering ideas. We're, well, we're kind of doing that too and trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. But once we have that vehicle built and and dialed in for the most part, then you have some maintenance activities that go on over the lifespan. And if you, you, there is a degree where you can set it on autopilot, but like Matt said, that depreciates over time. And if you just leave it as is without somebody checking in on it on a regular basis, that you don't know if you're getting the type of return that you were getting before, you know, the tires start losing pressure and they all of a sudden your gas mileage goes down because of it. Um, the, you're not keeping up with your oil changes and it's, it's wreaking havoc on the engine. And all of a sudden that vehicle isn't operating efficiently and costing you more than it could have if you had been putting in preventative maintenance. So when people kind of compare costs, when you're talking about investments for, uh, digital advertising, you'll have agencies that say, you know what, it, it doesn't, it's not really necessary to spend, you know, 15 hours per month, you know, several thousand dollars on that, you know, well, that's not really fair <laughs> because they can throw together a, a terrible, you know, cardboard box vehicle, you know, and, and kind of put training wheels on that thing and slap some paint on there and say, Hey, you've got a PPC campaign, but that's not going to take you anywhere. And you might as well not spend the money at all. We want to build the right vehicle and we want to do it in a way that gets you to where you, you want to go in an efficient way. And so we do spend that time up front. But does that mean that you're always going to pay that amount per month? No, it doesn't. You, you definitely um, see some ups and downs. And, and depending on the types of activities that we're doing, it warrants more or less time, you know, whether you're, you're building something new <laughs> or you're maintaining it. And some people say, you know what, I've got a great car that's working. You know, I got some keywords that I'm targeting that are, are really good and I'm advertising a specific product, but you know what? We released a new line of widget X and we want to build a limo for that. And so what does that mean? It go, means going back to the engineering board and, and dialing that in too. And so that's in essence, the way that we approach digital advertising here at Artonic. And hopefully that demystifies some of that process. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one thing that I have found that rings true 
most of the time is that if it were easy, everybody would do it. And things that are easy become not so easy because everybody jumps on the bandwagon. So it is very important that you do your research, you understand things to a certain degree, and that you hire somebody to build your AdWords campaign who has experience and and really understands the dynamics of AdWords, the, the dynamics of the various markets, and, uh, and can build that in a way that's going to achieve the maximum ROI and the maximum value for your business. That's what it's all about. And if, if you're price shopping, um, you're going about it the wrong way. Look at it from a value standpoint. Look at it in, in a, as, as a standpoint of measuring your return and, and determine who's going to return my ROI in the best way. Who's going to return the most money to me for my advertising dollar spent? And that's the company or the agency or the individual that you want to be working with. So with that said, we're, uh, we're, this is one of our longer podcasts, but I think it's been well worth the extra time that we've put into this. Um, PPC, um, Google AdWords, it's a huge topic. And really, I think we just kind of scratched the surface today. We really just talked about this as, from a high-level standpoint. And I'm sure in future podcasts, we'll maybe get a little bit more detailed in some areas, maybe even um, provide some some. Uh, more detailed information on how to set up an AdWords campaign and things of that nature. But uh, as I think all of our listeners can um, can see or can hear, <laughs> that uh, Google AdWords is, is a beast. And um, there's a lot of amazing things that you can do with it. And uh, it's really the sky's the limit. And um, so if it's something that you're interested in, um, call our tonic. We'd love to talk to you. You know, call, call somebody that, that you can have an intelligent conversation with about AdWords and about your goals and figure out for you what is the best way to go about utilizing Google AdWords. It's even used in tandem with organic marketing online as well. So lots of ways to use that. So with that said, we'll go ahead and end the podcast here. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to another episode of Breaking Business. Thank you for listening to Breaking Business, the podcast that disrupts traditional thinking. For even more information on breaking your business, visit us at artonicweb.com.